Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Zach. And I'm Rin. And today we are talking about how to submit to journals. So earlier we have talked about how to submit to and how to prepare query letters. Those are for novels. When we're talking about submitting to journals, these are generally short stories. And sometimes poems, right? Yes, short stories, poems, sometimes novel excerpts. It kind of depends on the publication. But you're usually looking at short form fiction um, or creative nonfiction when you're talking about a journal. Now, I don't know about the majority of people who are listening to this podcast, but I had never seen a short story journal until I was actually involved in the production and making of one. Um, and it turns out that there are a lot of them that are out there in the world. You can find them at your local library, Plug for Libraries. So these are where you would submit short form. These are one of the places where you would submit short form fiction and creative nonfiction and poetry for publication. So, Rin, how do you find these publication opportunities in journals? So... You can look at referrals from other writers, and in our last episode on writing organizations, we talked a lot about how you can find other writers who will refer you to things. Yeah. Um, so check out that. There's a thing called the Submission Grinder and also Submittable, which I don't know a lot about, so I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah, so those are two websites that, you, that are like indices or like yellow pages for journals that are open and accepting, um, accepting submissions. Um, Submission Grinder and Submittable both include um, journals, but they can also include anthologies, which is super nice. Um, so there's lots of, uh, it's a good way to be able to parse through the lot, the, like the, the mass of information that is out there on the internet to actually find the things that you're looking for. Because these indexes will let you filter out by genre and by word count, as well as uh, things to consider as far as the publication rights are concerned, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, so they're really helpful for finding those opportunities. And then they'll refer you to the actual websites for the journal so that you can go and look at their submission guidelines and that kind of thing, which leads us to the next bit. To the next bit, follow the submission instructions to the letter. Like, if you do something wrong, they have very valid reasons for not including or, like, not even reading it. Not even reading it. So this includes formatting, so make sure you use the size, font size, the correct font, page numbers, like... Margins. Margins. Everyone always forgets margins. <laughs> um, yeah, so follow the submission instructions to the letter. Have someone else double-check it for you. Like, you want your story to have a chance. Yeah, Um Along with that, you're going to be reading a lot of jargon when it comes to like the procedure of the journal. So let's talk about that. Um, the first thing that I'm going to mention is the idea of rights. Um, you own the. This is not in the in the show notes, so I'm going I'm going AWOL. Um, so you own the copyright to your work without ever having submitted it to the copyright office or anything. You just own the copyright. Um, you are able to license parts of your copyright to other people. And journals will generally ask for first-time publication rights, um, which is just the, the right to publish digitally or in print your short story for the first time. 
um, if there's something that says exclusive worldwide irrevocable rights, run. You do not want that. You want to... That also goes for novels. Yes, that's true. Um, you want to hold on to as many rights as possible. So make sure that you look at the rights. Make sure that you're looking at something that is um, first printing rights. Um, check to make sure that whether it's digital or if it's print, check to see if it's worldwide or if it's in a particular territory because what you can do then is that you can then t take that short story and go somewhere else. So let's say that you get a short story that's published inside of a journal which only asks for um, first-time print rights. Then you can go to another journal and sell the first-time digital rights to that journal um, and say that they only want digital publication rights you know, in a specific region. I don't think that's how that works, but hypothetically. Then you could go to somebody in like Germany. Germany is really big for science fiction and fantasy. Um, you go to Germany and you sell it there. So you can sell it multiple times, but you got to keep track of the rights. Yeah, so I would say use a spreadsheet for this. Yes. I love spreadsheets. Um, yeah, use spreadsheets, man. So, Ren, talk to us about what multiple versus simultaneous submissions are, because that's another piece of jargon that shows up on these submissions pages a lot. Yeah, so multiple submissions are more than one submission to the same journal. So that's you give them multiple stories, but it's all to the same journal. Whereas simultaneous means submitting the same story to multiple journals. So it's many on your side to one for multiple, mm -hmm. one on your side to many for simultaneous. Yeah. Uh, and if you're doing simultaneous submissions, maybe you need to make sure to keep track of where they are submitted. So again, use a spreadsheet. We should make spreadsheets and put them on our Patreon. Oh, we should do that. Note. We should do that. That'd be great. I've started making spreadsheets to put on Patreon, and it is fantastic. It's so much fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, use a spreadsheet. Um, I know that the submission grinder does a really good job of tracking things for you. So mm -hmm. use a website. Use the use the um, the spreadsheet and the reason for that is because if it gets accepted at one place then it is a courtesy to the other people who are considering it to let them know that you're withdrawing the submission mm. um and you want to be kind to editors because if you're not kind to editors they will know and they will talk and then you will not have any friends yeah and it is so important to have friends in this business again refer back to local writing organizations episode yeah um when you submit a short story to a journal or magazine or whatever, mm -hmm. you often need to include a cover letter. And this is kind of like a query letter for short stories, but not exactly like that. The conventions are a little bit different, and it's it's kind of confusing to TBH. Um, when you're writing a cover letter, you want to keep it simple, and you don't want to describe the premise of your story because they are going to read the short story anyway. Now, if they ask for the for a description of the story, then you put it in there. But if they don't, don't put it in there. Um, and then you're going to want to include a brief author bio. So, you know, pen name, some biographical information. Um, as a side note, I was looking over um, my wife's author bio for an academic paper that she's putting in. And it's very common for authors to put in like a humanizing touch towards the end of it. So for my wife's, she was talking about how she lives with with me, her husband, and with a whole bunch of plants. 
and that goes to humanize humanize her and gives a sense of what her what her personality is like and what our home looks like, which includes a lot of plants. I love that. Um, we will have an episode coming out on how to write a bio. Yeah. Um, we might combine it with our elevator pitch episode. Ooh, good idea. So you don't have two very similar episodes right next to each other. Um, but I think that's all I have for how to submit short, short stories to journals. Do you have anything else? Just like with querying, don't give up. You are going to get rejected. Collect those rejections. Move forward. Get Keep a going. spike if you can. I want a spike so bad. If not, an email inbox is fine if you don't even have a printer to print it out. <laughs> But collect them. Like, it means that you have skin in the game and that you're trying, and that's what's important. Yes, absolutely. This has been Quid Pros Quo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.